Welcome to the Church of Christ at Lawrence Avenue's Worship Resource Podcast for Sunday, April the 23rd. We hope everyone has had a good week, that you and your families are still in good spirits, that you're in good health, and you're prepared for today's worship service. Here are your updated announcements. Continue to pray for strength and comfort for the family of Sister Rhoda Bostic. Sister Bostic's funeral was held on yesterday. Sister Evelyn Pillar was treated and released from the hospital last Friday. Doctors gave her medication that helped her. Please continue to pray for Sister Pillar. Sister Andrea Shelton came home last Wednesday, and she thanks everyone for your prayers and asks that we continue to keep her in our prayers. She is receiving calls and visits. Brother Casey Gore's surgery went well, and he is at home recovering. He thanks everyone for your thoughts and for your prayers, and he asks that we continue to pray for his speedy recovery. Sister Courtney Spivey will be graduating from MTSU on Friday, May the 5th at 1.30 p.m. No tickets are needed to attend, and those who can, come out and support Sister Courtney. Again, we all appreciate the achievements that Sister Courtney has made at MTSU. Let's continue to remember all of our sick and shut-in. Let's remember our bereaved families as well as those who request prayers for traveling grace. Continue to pray for everyone you may have on your personal prayer list. Let's continue to pray one for another. Join me once again this Wednesday evening as we continue with our study series titled Growing Old Gracefully in God's Grace. Again, this week we will continue the final chapter of the series titled Preparing for Death and Going Home. Hope you will join me again this Wednesday evening at 7.15 p.m. This concludes today's updated announcements. We will now begin today's worship service. A hearty good morning to each and every one of you. We welcome everyone here to our morning worship service of the Church of Christ that meets here at 904 Lawrence Avenue. It's just good to see all of us here on this morning. You know, we were blessed uh, last night to have uh, us, uh, to God watch over us and kept us dry and safe uh, during the rain and allowed us this morning to get up and to be able to come here to the assembling of the church here at Lawrence Avenue. So it's just good to see everybody here this morning. If you are a visitor, we want to welcome you here to Lawrence Avenue. Uh, we want to present ourselves in a friendly fashion, the way the Lord would have us to be so. So if you are a visitor, we welcome you here to Lawrence Avenue. And to the body as a whole of Lawrence Avenue, it's good to be in the land of the living, God given us this another day to worship him. Reminder again, masks are required here in the auditorium the entire time that you are here. So let's keep our mask on as we are singing and give praise to God on this day. Make sure that we keep our mask on the entire time that we're here in the auditorium. Also, let's check our phones to make sure your phone is off or on silent. We do not want any disruptions uh, during worship service because of phones. So let's check our phones to make sure they are off or on silent. Our announcements.
funeral service for Sister Rhoda Bostic will be this Saturday, April the 22nd, here at Lawrence Avenue. Visitation is 11 a.m., funeral service to follow at 12 noon. Again, our prayers go out to the Bostic family on the passing of Sister Rhoda Bostic. As requested by the family, uh, food will be prepared and will be taken to, uh, the family will take the food home with them after service. So there will be no serving of food here in the, uh, in the fellowship hall uh, after the funeral. The, the family requests for uh, them to be able to return home after funeral service. So food will be prepared and given to them to take home Saturday after funeral service. <clears throat> this coming Wednesdays, 10 a.m. Bible class will be held in the fellowship hall. So the 10 a.m. Wednesday class this Wednesday will be held in the fellowship hall. And we encourage all to continue to take part in our Bible classes on Wednesday again, on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. and then that after that evening on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. for our Bible study. And then, of course, on Lord's Day at 9 a.m. each Lord's Day, our Bible study. For those who are sick and shut in, uh, you also can listen to the Bible class on Wednesday at 7.15 p.m. on the conference call for Lawrence Avenue. <clears throat> we thank the brethren that are faithfully taking part in our Bible classes and for those that attend. Brother Casey's Gore surgery went well this past Wednesday and he is home he is home recovering he is receiving phone calls and thanks Lawrence Avenue for all your prayers uh, on his behalf and ask that we continue to keep him in prayer also special thanks to all brethren who participated uh, yesterday in our men's meeting we had a beautiful meeting yesterday and all brethren who forgot to sign the list uh, for commitment to our outreach, uh, please see me so you can sign your names. Uh, we're a working congregation on uh, vamping up our outreach, and we're getting men committed to this work. And after the teams are organized, sisters, we're needing your involvement also. So this will be uh, completely outreach work for the entire congregation as we get our brother in line who will be leading. So we want to keep that work in prayer. Also, men again, those who did not sign up, who are taking part in the outreach, please see me so you can sign that, your name on that list. Sister Gladys Easley, she is home recovering from her medical procedure also. Uh, she is doing well and she is receiving phone calls. So you can contact Sister Easley. Sister Andrea Shelton, she is scheduled to come home uh, from her rehab this coming Wednesday. So she is doing so well that she is going to be released this coming Wednesday. Thanks everybody for your prayers. Uh, and she's receiving visitors and phone calls, and uh, thank God that she's able to come home. Amen. A prayer request for Brother Taylor Moore, who will be traveling tomorrow to Atlanta for work. And it's good to see 
Sister Crocretia Alexander here from her, from her procedure, where she goes, she's running somewhere. There she is. I, I was doing this. She said, don't, don't hug, don't hug, don't hug. <laughs> Church, it's just hard not to embrace each other, isn't it, when we don't see each other for, for a while. And uh, God has blessed her to, to be able to be here and, and looking well and did well with her procedure. Good to see you, sister. You have been in our thoughts and prayers. And she brings a card. It says, thank you for your thoughtfulness, your kindness, and your generous heart. Thank you, Lawrence Avenue, my family, for your prayers, your thoughts, your cards, your gift baskets, and continued support in Christian love, Sister Cretia. Thank you for this beautiful card. And again, thanks be to God that you're here with us this day. Order of service. Singing this morning, Brother Taylor Moore, our scripture in prayer, Brother William Kentz, our sermon, Brother Arnold Spivey, our prayer for offering on this Lord's Day, Brother Danny uh, offering, prayer for offering and Lord's Supper, Brother Danny Gift, and our closing prayer, Brother Timmy Jones. Our collection this morning, Brother Donnell Felton and Brother Trenton Moore. Again, we thank you for your time and attention. Let us now prepare ourselves for our morning worship service. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. All right, how y'all doing today? Pretty good, thanks. All right, for our first selection, let's all turn to page 760. 760. Who will follow Jesus? 760. 760. All found? That's all seen. Who will follow Jesus standing for the right? Holding up his banner in the thickest fight. Listening for his orders, ready to obey. Who will follow Jesus serving him today? Who will follow Jesus? Who will make reply? I am on the Lord's side, master here am I. Who will follow Jesus? Who will make reply? And I am on the Lord's side. Master, here am I. Who will follow Jesus in life's busy ways? Working for the Master, giving him the praise. Earnest in his vineyard, honoring his laws. Faithful to his counsel, watchful for his cause. Who will follow Jesus? Who will make reply? I am on the Lord's side. Master, here am I. Who will follow Jesus? Who will make reply? I am on the Lord's side. Master, here am I. Who will follow Jesus in his work of love? Leading others to him, lifting prayers above. Courage, faithful servant, in his word we see. On our side forever will the Savior be. Who will follow Jesus? Who will make reply? I am on the Lord's side, Master, here am I. Who will follow Jesus? Who will make reply? I am on the Lord's side, Master, here am I. Page 575. Shelter in the time of storm. 575. Scripture reading and prayer will follow page 575. 
On film, let's all sing. The Lord's our rock, in Him we hide, a shelter in a time of storm. Secure whatever will be time, a shelter in a time of my, 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 my. Jesus is a rock in a weary land. I said a weary land, I said a weary land. Jesus is a rock in a weary land, a shelter in a time of storm. A shade by day, defense by night, a shelter in a time of storm. No fears, alarm, no foes of fright, a shelter in a time of my, 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 my. Jesus is a rock in a weary land. I said a weary land, I said a weary land. Jesus is a rock in a weary land, a shelter in a time of storm. The raging storms may round us be a shelter in a time of storm. We'll never leave our safe retreat, a shelter in a time of my, 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 Jesus is a rock in a weary land. I said a weary land, I said a weary land. Jesus is a rock in a weary land, a shelter in a time of my, 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 Jesus is a rock in a weary land. I said a weary land, I said a weary land. Jesus is a rock in a weary land. A shelter in a time of storm. Jesus is a rock. Good to be in the house of the Lord this day. Scripture, the word we have from God. Today's particular scripture, Mark. 6 verses 45 through 52. Mark, book of Mark, 6, the verses are 45 through 52 from the New King James. The text reads, immediately he made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side to Bethsaida, while he sent the multitude away. And when he had sent them away, he departed to the mountain to pray. Now when evening came, the boat was in the middle of the sea, and he was alone on the land. Then he saw them straining at rowing, for the wind was against them. Now about the fourth watch of the night, he came to them, walking on the sea, and would have passed by, passed them by. And when they saw him walking on the sea, they supposed it was a ghost and cried out. For they all saw him and were troubled. But immediately he talked with them and said to them, Be of good cheer. It is I. Do not be afraid. Then he went up into the boat to them, and the wind ceased. And they were greatly amazed in themselves beyond measure and marveled. 
for they had not understood about the loaves because their heart was hardened. Praise God's holy and divine word. Let us uh, listen and take it in our heart this day. Let's go to God. Father God, we humbly approach your throne of grace this day, knowing there is no place else that we could be this day, that we are impelled, Father, to be here this day, to hear your word preached, to recognize that your son is our rock, to understand and believe and have faith in his resurrection, Father, in his sacrifice for us, Father. It is on that sacrifice and on that faith that we come to you this day, knowing that you are present and what a holy opportunity it is to, to worship you in spirit and truth this day. Father God, we, we thank you. We thank you for all who labor here. Father, help us to understand your word and apply it to our lives and to make all our decisions through your wisdom, Father. Help us, Father, to, to grow in grace and mercy and love, Father, those things that, that you have shown us in your Son and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Father God, we pray for those who do not know you, Father, knowing that their lost condition is an is an abhorrent, sinful condition, Father. And knowing that we are charged to go out into the world and bring souls to you, Father, help us, help us to understand the, that, Father, and give us the zeal and the commitment to do so. Amen. Father, we pray for those who are in mourning this day, for those who are sick, for those who are shut in, for those who are confused, for those who are addicted, for all who are suffering. Father, lift them up. Give them all those things they stand in need of this day. Give us those things, Father. Father, Father, we all have sinned and come short, Father. Help us, Father, to, to do those things in your name that glorify you, Father. This day, we pray for the speaker of the hour to, to come forth and and speak the truth through your word, Father. Help him to break it down so that we can take it out to a dying and perishing world as we are charged to do, Father. Help us to practice the discernment that you would have us to practice that is taught in your word, Father. Help us to follow Jesus and be the Christian that you would have us to be. These and all other blessings and favors we ask in the most gracious name of Jesus Christ. Amen. That's all marked page 702 for the invitation song. Page 702 for the invitation song. Now that's all notice page uh, 717, Victory in Jesus. 717. Seven one seven. 
All film, that's all seen. I heard an old, old story, how a savior came from glory, how he gave his life on Calvary to save a ranch like me. I heard about his groaning, of his precious blood's atoning. Then I repented of my sins and won the victory. Oh, victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He sought me and bought me, and with his redeeming blood, he loved me and I knew him, and all my love is to him. And he plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing flood. I heard about his healing, of his cleansing power revealing. How he made the lame to walk again, and caused the blind to see. And then I cried, dear Jesus, come and hear my broken spirit. I then obeyed his blessed commands and gained the victory. Oh, victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. And he sought me and bought me, and with his redeeming blood, he loved me and I knew him, and all my love is due him. And he plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing flood. I heard about a mansion he's built for me in glory. And I heard about the streets of gold and beyond the crystal sea. About the angels singing and the old redemption story. And some sweet day I'll sing up there the song of victory. Oh, victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. And he sought me and bought me, and with his redeeming blood, he loved me and I knew him, and all my love is due him. And he plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing flood. Oh, victory. put us through this previous week. We ought to be happy to be here this morning within the house of the Lord. Out of all the turmoils and the struggles, we ought to be glad to be able to come here and worship a God that does all things good. If you are in agreement this morning, let me see you blink your eyes a couple of times. 
that doesn't mean that you know at the at the end of service. Okay. If your head has been bowed and you've been sleeping, that you tell me, Brother Spivey, I wasn't sleeping, I was just in agreement with you. That will not be the case. But we should be happy, church, that as a new day broke, mm -hmm. the God of heaven looked down upon man and still finding favor in us has given us another opportunity to assemble ourselves here for the purpose of worshiping him in spirit and in truth. We should be thankful for the opportunity always that we have this morning to work out our soul's salvation. So indeed, as we say, he is a good God. He truly is. It's been a while since I've shared a story with you, but I want to share one this morning that's pertinent to what we're going to be discussing this morning. There was a young mother who moved into a neighborhood. She had three kids. But as time went on, as things often do, she, she fell on hard times. As is the case now for those that are within the body and also without the body. Times can be hard. But she moved in next to an atheist. And so when times got hard, the lady would come out and she would pray, Lord, you know what our condition is. We, we, we don't have enough food to eat. And the atheist came over, he looked at her and he laughed and he said, your God, your God is not going to do anything for you. Nevertheless, the lady kept praying. Day number two came, the lady stepped out, there was no food, but she began to pray again. She said, Lord God, you know what my condition is, we don't have enough to eat, I know you are able. Atheist stepped out and he laughed at her again. <laughs> your God. <laughs> what, what, what is your God able to do for you? Nevertheless, she raised her hands and she continued to pray. So as a mockery between the second night and the third morning, the atheist said, I'm going to go out and I'm going to fix her. So the atheist goes out and he buys all of this food, places it on her porch. She comes out the next morning. She says, oh, thank you, Lord. I knew that you would provide. The atheist runs over and he said, no, 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 no. That wasn't your God. That was me that put that food there. She raised her hands again and she says, thank you, God. He says, for what? She says, God had provided and made the devil pay for it. <laughs> now, do we serve a good God or not? Amen. I, I, I didn't hear you. Do we serve a good God or not? Amen. Amen. Yeah. See, God works in mysterious ways, and yeah. we better be able to recognize yeah. when God works on our behalf. Right. Right. That's what I want to use for a topic this morning. You better recognize. All right. Yes, sir. Because, see, we all talk about this sometimes. That you, you always can, can hear a sermon on the storms of life. And that's why we always are going through storms sometimes. It's been said you're either coming out, you're in, or you're about to go into. 
So when preachers speak upon the storms of life, it's something that's pertinent. It's something that's relevant because we're all are going to be in one of those three positions. But this morning, I, I want you to, to, to step out of your pew, and I want you to step into the boat this morning with the disciples. Because, see, sometimes when you're in the boat and storms come, see, the storms can be so drastic. Your little boat that you're in can be, can be tossed and turned so much that you don't know what to do. As quick as you can bail water out, more water seems to be coming in the boat. And it feels as if you're fighting a losing battle. And if you're not careful, the next thing that you will do, you will begin to question Jesus. I've been doing all the things that your word tells me to do, but now look at me. I'm in the storm. And where are you? But I want you to know this morning, church, even when you're going through the storms, he's still someone that you can drop anchor in. Y'all don't hear me this morning. He, 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 he's still somebody that while you're going through the storms, he'll keep the lower lights burning. You don't hear me this morning, church. Because, see, some of you didn't recognize when you were going through the storms who it was that was safely guiding you to the shore. You better recognize this morning who it is. Because, you see, even when you're going through the storms in life, he is the only one that can come from the back of the boat from a day of slumber and walk out and tell, say, peace, peace, still. You better recognize who he is this morning. Because, you see, when you get in your storm, <laughs> you're going to need somebody that you can drop anchor in. Mama can't help you. Daddy can't help you. Friends at your job can't help you. You better recognize that the only one that can help you is Christ Jesus. to recognize this morning that you can't walk on water with him until you step out of the boat. We need to recognize who he is. These, these verses that were read into your hearing this morning are some of my favorite verses to read. They reveal so much about the character of who Christ is. They reveal so much into how he works and how he guides us into storms and how he safely guides us through those storms. Because as we've said before, church, nothing gets to you until it filters through his hands. And I'm going to show you how that works this morning by, by not using my opinion, but using the word of God. I want to read this in, unto your hearing once again. It says, now, after Jesus had just fed the 5,000. Now, they should have learned a lesson from the feeding of the 5,000. Because, see, even when he fed the 5,000, he made it personal. He fed everybody else that was there, and they were filled. But then they were able to go around and then pick up a basket for themselves. 
So he gave them something to take home with them. A mental reminder of what he had just did. But now what we pick up today, it says now, after that, immediately he made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side to Bethesda. Now while he sent the multitude away, he said, I just want y'all to go on over to the other side. I'll, I'll clean up here. I'll handle what's going on here. And when he had sent them away, he departed to the mountain to pray. And now when evening came, the boat was in the middle of the sea, and, and he was alone on the land. And then he, he saw them straining at rowing. For the Bible says now, for the wind was against them. And it was about the, the fourth watch of the night between 3 a.m. And, and 6 a.m. And, and he came to them walking on the sea. And would have passed them by. But it says now, and when they saw him walking on the sea, they supposed it was a ghost. And they cried out. They didn't recognize who he was. Verse 50 says now, for they all saw him. And were troubled. But now immediately he talked with them and he said to them, Be of good cheer. It is I. Do not be afraid. And it says, Now then he went up into the boat to them, and the wind ceased. And they were greatly amazed in themselves beyond measure, and they marveled. Verse 52 says, Now for they had not understood about the loaves. Because their heart was hardened. You see, sometimes, church, we need to check our, our hearts. See, we can miss some blessings. We cannot recognize some things because our, our heart of mind is hardened. And I want to add these, these last two verses. No fault of Brother Cancer, it was my own. Verse 53 says, now, when they crossed over, when they crossed over, they, they came to the land of Gennesaria, and, and, they, and they, look at what they did when they crossed over. They anchored there. And when they came out of the boat, immediately the people recognized him when they crossed over. But they didn't cross over until they and then they had to get out of the boat. And they recognized who he was. I want us to go back and kind of break this down so we too can recognize who he is. Now, Jesus was praying as they were rowing. Now, I want us to to recognize this now, it says immediately Jesus sent them ahead. Now, if you miss this, you're going to kind of be lost. Now, Jesus sent them ahead. So now, anything that incurs along the way, it is because Jesus has sent them on ahead. You with me so far? So now, he, 
he sent them on ahead, and he asked them to get into the boat. Now, he sends them on ahead. He gives them a vehicle of safety to stay within until they can make it to the other side. Y'all going to miss it now. Y'all going to miss it. Somebody need to say amen when you understand what I'm saying. He told them to go over to the other side. He gave them a vehicle of safety to be within while they were trying to make it to the other side. Y'all still don't get me. You'll be going home, and you'll get where that place of safety is that we need to be in uh, to make it to the other side. Thank you, Brother Gil. Now, he sent them on ahead. We need to understand, church, that, that, that now sometimes Christ will test us. I didn't say tempt. He will test us to see if we truly understand. He will try our faith to see what level we're at. Now, we got to tie these two things together. He has sent them on ahead. He has given them a vehicle of safety to get where he wants them to go. Now, they had just seen him feed the 5,000, but yet they still didn't recognize who he was. He feeds us every day. Do we recognize who he is? Now, see, as a child of God, we shouldn't only recognize. We should be in an intimate relationship with him. Now, as I said before, sometimes that's the problem that we have within the body sometimes. We recognize each other. But we don't truly know each other. That looks like Brother Gift going in the store. Oh, I catch him tomorrow. That's how we do Jesus sometimes. Because we don't, we just recognize who he is and we don't take the time to be in an intimate relationship with him. But now, after he had sent them ahead, the scripture says now he 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 sent everybody away. While he went up to the mountain to pray. Now, if the Son of God feels the necessity to pray, how much more should the children of God feel and need the necessity? To pray. What do you think? Brother Ernest, can you get Colossians chapter 4 and verse number 10? Colossians chapter 4 and verse number 10. Because if we look at this example, Christ, after performing the miracles, went away to pray. He, he he, he set some time aside to talk to the Father. What do we got, bro? Continue in prayer mm -hmm. and watch in the same with thanksgiving. Now, with thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Now, the sister verse to that is we need to pray without ceasing. 
without ceasing. Now, your prayer doesn't have to be drawn out. You can just say, thank you, Lord. But we need to pray without ceasing. Prayer needs to be an important part of our daily lives. Now, it says, at evening, while his disciples were rowing, he was still alone. So now, while we just said prayers don't have to be drawn out, look at the amount of time he spent in prayer with his father. When the evening had come, while they were rowing, he still prayed. So we have Two scenes here I want you to envision. Jesus is up on the mountain praying. His disciples are rowing at sea. Now, where are they trying to get, church? They're trying to get to the other side. Christ is up praying. While they are still rolling. He's praying. <laughs> they're rolling. What are we doing? But the Bible says they were rolling. Problem is, some of us want to be in the boat. Right. But we don't want to roll. <laughs> you know, we don't want to roll. Y'all doing a good job? Y'all keep on. Let me know when we get to the other side. <laughs> y'all tired? <laughs> now, I didn't say I was going to help. Y'all just need to slow down a little bit. <laughs> but it says now, they were rolling. <laughs> Every and each one was playing a part. Because they're all trying to get well. What about us? What about us? Man. Are we rowing towards the other side? Mm -hmm. Are we just doing it for the exercise like we're stopping by the gym? Mm. But see, they're all, we're rowing. But they were rowing. And see, he's on the mountain. They're working. And see, that's what we need to be doing. Crisis is now in heaven. Mm -hmm. But see, we're supposed to still be down here. Just rowing. Because see, we're all in the boat. We're all trying to get to the other side. And see, and the thing about working, why we're all working, it keeps us focused. Because see, the proverb writer says, now idle hands. Become the devil's workshop. Now, if you got both hands on the oars, <laughs> your hands are busy yep. because you're working. Now, I don't know if, if, if you guys ever know anything about, you know, about 
boating and stuff like that, because y'all know I, I, don't, I don't get in the water a lot. But <laughs> if one side is rowing faster or harder than the other side, instead of you going in a straight direction, right, you're going to begin to veer. And so then we're just wasting time because we're just circumventing. That's why a lot of projects, come on, don't get done because, see, first of all, everybody is not on board. And then when you come on board, you don't want to do your share of rowing. And then you're complaining about why we're not getting to the other side. All right. All right. Mm, mm, mm. I'm coming this morning. We need to be working, working on what, Brother Spivey? We, we need to be working out our soul salvation mm -hmm. with fear and trembling. The Bible says now we, we need to be abounding in the work of the Lord. Abounding, abundantly working. Not just doing a little bit and saying I quit. That's what happens sometimes. I've done my share. Man, I rode, I've been rowing for 30 minutes. You can take over. But we don't realize that if everybody is rowing, the quicker we can get there and the less work everybody has to do. Share the load. Some of us are just along for the ride. I got my ticket. It's y'all's job to get me there. I tell people at work sometimes, they laugh. I said, now, when y'all set foot on this plantation, you best set your mind to working. <laughs> and then it catches on later. And they'll come to me and they'll start laughing. They say, now, nah, I, I got what you're saying, bro. I, I, I got what you're saying, Arnold. Some of them call me old man. But they say, I got what you're saying, old man. I, I said, yeah, now, we, if we need to be in this thing together. But now, they're all trying to get to the, to the other side. And now while, once again, he, he's up on the mountain, and, 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 and back then and now, his being on the mountain is now symbolic of him being seated at the right hand of God. The disciples back then are symbolic of us today. He's still praying. He's still interceding on our behalf. He's, he's, he's making requests on, on our behalf. He's, he's praying on our behalf. Why, Brother Spivey? Because the Bible says he is our high priest. And as high priest, see, it's, it's, it's not like just because he was the son of God. He didn't go through the same things we went to. Sometimes we use that as an excuse. Well, Christ did that because he was the son of God. He could do that. No. We can do all things through Christ Jesus. So we don't have an excuse. You feel me? Whatever he has commanded us to do, he expects us to do. Mm -hmm. He has given us everything that pertains to life and godliness. So once again, we don't have an excuse. Man. But with them rowing and him praying, 
See, what they didn't know is that Christ was watching. Mm -hmm. While they were rowing and while he was even praying, his eyes were still on them. And it was just a matter of time before he was going to show up on the scene and he was going to bring them a peace. Hmm. Not just any peace. He's going to bring them a peace that is going to surpass all understanding. Brother Ernest, can you you run over to Philippians 4 and 6 for me, please? Be careful for nothing. Uh Uh-huh. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Be anxious for nothing. Because, see, he is, he's coming. Yes, sir. Don't know me. This is the part that I like, and, 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 and I want you to recognize this part here, church. The very thing that was causing the disciples' problems. Mm. Did you catch this now? The very thing that was making it hard for them to reach the other side is the same vehicle that Christ is going to use to reach them. Some of you don't, don't understand what I'm, what I'm saying. It was the storm. Mm-hmm. It was the, the, the sea. It was the wind that was making it hard for them to get over to the other side. But now we need to recognize, how was it that Christ reached them? He came to them walking on the water. Mm-hmm. So the same thing that causes some problems in your life, it's the very thing that's going to cause Christ to recognize, and, and it's going to cause you to reach out to him and recognize who he is. See, sometimes, like I said before, he'll bring some stuff into your life to make you recognize who he is. He'll bring some stuff in your life to make you get a little bit closer to him. He'll use those things that are going on in your life to come to you and say, hey, 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 hey. You're not going in the right direction. Nah. We need to recognize that he used that that vehicle to get to him. We need to recognize that, 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 that on this journey to the other side, he had given them a mode of transportation. He had given them a vehicle a place of safety that they could be within while they were traveling to the other side. He's given us a place of safety while we're trying to get over to the other side. But now, whereas he told the disciples, I want you to get into the boat and go straightway. See, whether we get into the boat or not, But see, you, you, you need to recognize that you can't get to the other side yes, you 
without getting into the boat. And just like if you go back into the days of Noah, Noah spent a long time building that ark. He spent a lot of time telling them, it's going to rain. You better get ready. And they looked at him as if he didn't know what he was talking about. It's going to rain. And when everybody that wanted to be within the ark was in there, it says, now God, shut the door. So all those on the outside then that were trying to get in, I hear you knocking. But you can't get in. A day is going to come when the doors of the church are going to be shut. Yes, yes. Nobody else is going to be able to, to, to get into the boat because, to see, the doors are going to be shut. You need to recognize that if you want to get to the other side, you need to be in the boat. Mm-hmm. We need church to, to recognize this, too. And this was a good point that I... When I looked at it and I began to read it over and over, I said, there's got to be something else there. Hmm. They had been rowing for a long time. And if you do a little research, you can see, church, that they were about halfway. And the Bible says the wind became contrary. They were about halfway to where Christ wanted them to be. And the journey got rough. But see, the journey didn't get rough until it was well on the way. And so they were at a point to where a decision had to be made. Do I keep trying to get to the other side? Or do we turn and go back? But now Christ had told him, go to the other side. So they were being obedient to the word of God. See, sometimes, even for us, <laughs> the winds may be contrary. And so we need to make a decision as well. Are we going to keep pressing forward for the cause? Or are we going to turn and go back? But we have been commanded, just like they were, to go, to keep pressing on to the mark. But what happens is, we don't, first of all, put enough trust in the safety vehicle that we're in. Come on. So sometimes when we look around, and we don't see some people, they've gotten out of the boat. But see, now the second thing is, when you get out of the boat, you know what your life preserver is? It's the faith that you have in him. And see, a lot of people fall out of the boat, and because their life preserver is not filled up abundantly, we don't see them come back. The first thing you're supposed to do before you go boating is you need to make sure you got your mm-hmm. life preserver. Now, for me, I'm going to have to have two. And even when I get in then, I'm still holding on. I'm holding on tight because I can't swim. 
but we got to recognize, church, who he is. But Jesus, even while he was praying, he saw them struggling. He saw them straining. It says, because the wind was simply contrary to them. They were trying to go in one direction and the wind was going in the opposite direction. The world is contrary mm -hmm. to us. Mm -hmm. We're trying to press forward in one direction. They are trying to press us in a, another direction. But we need to understand that this, this old world is not our home. It's not our home. The Bible says that as a child of God, I, I, I need to set my mind on things that are above and, 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 and see, and, and God will take care of the rest. If you go over to the account of Matthew, Matthew makes it plain. Matthew says that a little boat was being tossed and turned to and fell. And it had to be frightening. Hmm. It had to be, church. It had to be frightening to them. But they were never alone. Never were they alone. They were never truly in danger. Because, see, Christ had his eyes on them. And it says now, if his eye is on the sparrow, come on, somebody. If his eye is on the sparrow, surely it's got to be on, on me. If he takes care of the birds, surely he is a God that can take care of me. So even though the world is contrary, even though there may be some trials and some tribulation in my life, I know whose boat I'm in. And as long as I'm rowing <laughs> to the other side, I don't need no GPS. I just got to keep my eyes on him. Because like I said before, he's going to keep the Lord lights burning. He's going to be my beacon in the sky. All I got to do is set course on him. And before I know it, I'm going to be over on the other side. <laughs> but we need to recognize that we can't do it without him. They said it was about the fourth watch between three and 6 a.m. In the morning. What's your point here, Brother Spider? The point is that the disciples have put some work in before he came. They had put some work in before he came to them. They had put some work in before he came. I'm going to keep saying it. Because it's a lot of work. That's still to be done. We had a men's meeting yesterday. There's a lot of work that needs to be done. 
And I'm not talking about just. Hmm. No offense to the women, for men gossip just as bad. All right, bro. I talk to you in the back. <laughs> but they had put some work in. And then when I got to the part, it says now, he came to them and would have yeah. passed them by. You got to do some research to understand what was going on. Because, see, if, if you don't do some research, you can formulate your opinion that how in the world could Christ just pass them by? But when you begin to think about that, why would he walk on the water to go to them and then pass them by? That phrase, pass by, means he was about to reveal himself to them. He did, God did the same thing with Moses and Elijah. Mm -hmm. He said, I, 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 I'm going to pass by you yeah, so you can see who I am. I said, even when, when he passes by, we need to be able to recognize and say, yeah, that's him. That's him right there. So when some things happen in our lives, we need to be able to testify and tell other people when they ask, how did you do that? That's him right there. That's how I did it. To God be the glory. the glory. I didn't do it on my own. Man. Brother Spivey, how did you do all that? To God be the glory. What? I recognize what the Philippian writer says, that I can do all things, but it needs to be done through him, not by my own power. Sometimes I take too much credit. But he would have passed them by. He, he, he was about to reveal himself. And now sometimes we say, well, how did they not know who he was? It's nighttime. Mm -hmm. It's stormy. And you look out. Hmm. And you see a man walking on the water. Now they had seen him feed 5,000. And they still didn't recognize who he was. But now here he comes walking on the water. Hmm. And they cried out because, see, they didn't recognize who he was. Now I said, I'm going to put you in the boat with them. Would you have been able to recognize who he was? But now, while they were crying out and Christ was getting closer, when he got close enough that they could recognize who he was, he told them what? It's me. It's not, don't, 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 th th there's no need to fret anymore. Stop your whining. I'm here. And see, now I want to take you back to Matthew. Because see, when you look at Matthew's account, it says now, Peter being who he was, he says, Lord, if it is you, bid me to come to you 
And Christ said, come on, Peter. Come on. Now, here's what I want to impress upon you right now. You can be in the boat. But before you step out of the boat, you need to make sure it's God who's calling and telling you to step out of the boat. Don't let man tell you, step on out on mine. You need to make sure who it is that's telling you to step out. So Peter steps out. And he begins to walk. Can you imagine that? I'm walking on the water. But whereas Peter's focus should have been on Christ, because now Christ had told him, come on to me. So his focus should have been on Christ. But when he takes a couple of steps, he loses focus. And he begins to recognize, man, this wind's still blowing out here. These waves kind of high. And he begins to, to sink. But now, Peter recognized you know what, it's safer for me to get out of the boat and walk with Christ during a storm than it is for me to stay within this, this boat. Now, once, once Peter recognized who he was and Christ had told him, come on, Peter, Peter stepped out, but the boat's still full. So it was some others in the boat that were still afraid to, even though they knew who he was. So we should not get upset when we begin to evangelize and people say, you know what, I don't want to hear it. Amen. Because these were followers of Christ. That once he told them who he was, they were still afraid to step out on faith. We better recognize, church. The good part is this. He reached out. <laughs> now the scripture doesn't say that Peter actually went under. It said he began to sink. And Christ reached out and he pulled him back up. But then the scripture says that they both got into the boat. Into the boat. And now, when they both got into the boat, some things began to happen. The wind began to cease. Now, it says that they both got into the boat. Does that mean Christ was in the boat as well, right? Mm -hmm. This is the church of. So now, there are some other places that are meeting this morning. They may have a boat, but Christ ain't in it. So they're headed somewhere, but they're not headed on to the other side. We better recognize this morning. He bought them some peace. He says, be of good cheer. Don't be afraid. But now, when they saw all this, it says they were greatly Amen. Oh, 
as if feeding 5,000. Should not have. See, some people, you're going to have a harder time convincing than others. That's what this is symbolic of. She's her, she don't, you, even though they had been with him, when the times got hard, they still didn't recognize who he was. See, sometimes, church, the, 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 the circumstances or, or the situations that you're in can, can, can bring out a side of you that people have never seen. It can bring out a side of you that you didn't even know you had in you. He told Christ, told Peter, you're going to deny me three times. No, I won't. Yes, you will. Troublesome time can bring out a side to you, church, that you didn't know you had in you. But nevertheless, aren't you glad he never changes? There are some things that we need to recognize, even though our circumstances may change. We may change sometimes. I may not be who you thought I am, but he's never going to change. That's why you don't need to put your faith in who stands up here. We all stumble and fall. But now, when they got back into the boat, the wind stopped. And they said, you know what? Truly, truly, you are the Son of God. Do we recognize that this morning? After all that he has done for us throughout our lives, do we recognize that he is truly the Son of God? Because if we do, there's a peace that he's going to bring us, as I said before, and this peace is a peace that's going to surpass all understanding. For now, it's like the the disciples were rowing their way to a heavenly shore. So are we right now within this boat, within this ark of safety. We need to be rowing toward the shore of heaven. Storms are going to come, church, and they may challenge our faith. It may make us question. Do I I really need to be in this? Because, see, life was so much easier when I was out there. I didn't have to worry about doing this when I was out there. But, see, if you're still living for out there, then you can't get over there. But even... When times get hard, church, I want you to picture Christ being on that mountain, praying on your behalf. He's still making intercessions for us. Even sometimes when we begin to question who he is, he's seated on the right hand of God saying, it's not them, it's the circumstances. They're still your child, God. Give them just a little bit more time to recognize who you are. 
And I'm so glad he is a patient God, but sooner or later, even God's patience is going to run out. You better recognize. And this is the flip side of it. We get so concerned sometimes about the storms that go on in our lives. Mm. But I want you to think about this. What's going to happen when Christ returns? Oh, Lord. Mm. It's going to be the greatest storm. <laughs> it's going to be the greatest storm we've ever seen. So now, these little storms that we go through here, if we handle them right, will we'll, we'll get us in preparation for the greatest storm that's going to come. And see, we better recognize that, 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 that this side is just giving us time to get ready for the other side. So we need to recognize, church, this is where we need to be. This is the boat that we need to be in. But now, when he comes back, see, he's coming back for a specific purpose. He's coming back to get those that belong to him. So where we said now, when Christ comes there, he's, he's going to come and he's going to offer peace and he's going to offer comfort. It's only for those that are within the boat. See, how can you expect to get to the other side if you don't have a mode of transportation? And I think about sometimes, church, and, and, and I hope I don't offend anybody when I say this. There are people that are fleeing other countries, trying to get here. And they will try to get here on anything they can find that will float. And some of them don't make it, but it's their effort that they're trying to reach a place of freedom. And look at their determination. They're willing to risk their lives to get to a place of freedom. And we don't want to do anything to get to heaven. It's a sad sense, church. But when we know what awaits us on the other side, when we recognize what awaits us on the other side, we should be doing everything within our power to make sure that we get there. So if you're here this morning and you're struggling with some things and you are within the boat, but see, somehow you, you, you've lost grip on your oar and you've gotten off course, all you have to do, church, is just come and confess those faults and repent of those faults. But the most important thing this morning is, if you're here this morning and you're not within this ark of safety, you have not accepted Christ as your personal savior, then there's no way for you to make it to the other side. But God in his infinite wisdom has a plan of salvation. You simply have to hear the word of God, believe what it is you have heard, 
confess that Christ is the son of the true and living God. Be baptized in this watery grave of baptism for the remission of those sins. And then the revelation writer says you need to live faithfully unto death. But don't let that scare you. Because see, God in his infinite wisdom has the act of repentance. Whereas if you do lose grip of your oar and you get off track, you can repent of that sin and you never lose course. You get right back in where you were. And if you just need prayer this morning, we're going to extend the invitation to you where you can come and make your request known. But don't take for granted that tomorrow will come. Today is your day of salvation. So will you examine yourself according to the word of God? Make those corrections according to the word of God, not to the person just sitting next to you. And as you examine yourself and you see that you may have come up short, now is the time to make those corrections. So will you stand as we extend the invitation, please? If you need to respond, will you come now? Will you come, please? time and we'll follow till we die and we will understand it better and by and by do we have another by and by Lord when the morning comes and the saints of our God are gathering home and we will tell the story of how we overcome and we will understand it better and by and by. Will you come please? And oft our cherished plans have failed and disappointments have prevailed. And we wandered in the darkness, heavy-hearted and alone. But we're trusting in the Lord and according to his word. And we will understand it better and by and by. Singing by and by, Lord, when the morning comes and it's all the saints of our God are gathering home and we will tell the story of how we overcome and we will understand it better and by and by. I want to thank you for listening this morning church and as I take my seat, I just want to impress one thing upon you. When you're going through your storms, all you got to do is, is look out amongst the sea. And you may not recognize it, but he's coming. See? You might think, I, I, well, I, I'm about to go under. No, no, you won't. He, he's coming. He may not come when you want him to come but he's always been an on-time God. Thank you for listening. Aren't you glad you came today? <laughs>
Thank you, Brother Spad, for this wonderful, wonderful message. Beautiful message. Remind us that we need to recognize who God is. If we don't recognize him now, days coming when you're going to have to recognize him. But then it's going to be too late. <laughs> so let's keep rowing, y'all. Let's keep rowing because we hadn't got to the other side yet. <laughs> let's keep on rowing. We ain't got home yet, y'all. <laughs> when you get home, you get relaxed, kick off your shoes, <laughs> let your hair hang down. <laughs> but we ain't got home yet, y'all. <laughs> That's the problem. Some of us getting too relaxed and we ain't got home yet. <laughs> Let's keep on rowing so we can get to the other side. Thank you, Brother Spivey. Wonderful message. We have those that have come to make their wishes known. Sister Jerice Barnes is coming and she's stating um, that her son Brian, he's at Centennial Hospital and he's undergoing treatment and she wants us to continue to pray for him and also pray for her too for strength as well. Amen. Brother Phillips uh, had a hospice patient that he was sitting with but they passed away and so the family is asking that we pray for them and Brother Phillips is asking that we pray for him for strength as well. And we also uh, want to mention glad to have sister pillar here with us today glad that she's here uh, made it back with us as well and also brother casey gore sent me a text and said that uh he loves everybody and he just wanted everybody to continue to pray for him he said he's feeling much better and so he just wants us to continue to pray for him as well so let's remember all of these in our prayers let us pray. Amen. Heavenly Father, we are so thankful that you have decided to let us live just a little while longer. Amen. And we thank you for that, Father, for giving us another chance to get it right. Yes. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for the greatest gift of thy son and letting him die for us that we may have a right to the tree of life. Amen. We are so thankful, Heavenly Father, that you have granted us traveling grace that we were able to make it here and hear another wonderful sermon from your word. Yes. We ask, Heavenly Father, that you would continue to bless the messenger, Heavenly Father, bless him and his family, that they can continue to be a light to the world. Yes. Help us to take the message and not just be hearers, but be doers of the word as well. Yes. Help us, Heavenly Father, to be that example as well, that we can Bring others to thee before it is everlasting too late. At this time, Heavenly Father, we come mindful of those that have uh, come to make their wishes known. We are thankful, Heavenly Father, for, for allowing Sister Pillar to be able to make it back. We ask, Heavenly Father, that you would continue to bless the family of the, the patient that passed away. We ask, Heavenly Father, that you continue to bless the family and strengthen Brother Phillips as well. We ask, Heavenly Father, that you would please be with Brian, Heavenly Father, and the things that he's going through, yeah. and bless Sister Jerice as well. Yeah. Continue to bless us all, for we're all going through something, Heavenly yeah. Father, and we just ask you to grant us the things in which you see we stand in need of. Continue to bless those that are in mental institutions, Heavenly Father, and yeah. 
those that are even behind prison walls, bless them as well. Thank you for letting Kakrishi be able to make it back as well. Continue to be with us, all Heavenly Father. Continue to bless us to easily and just all whom you will, Heavenly Father, bless them and grant them the things in which you see they stand in need of. Continue to bless our leaders, Heavenly Father. Help them to study peace and not war. Help us, Heavenly Father, through all the trials that we have in this world. We ask that you would please bless the hearts of those that are doing evil, that they will stop doing that and come to thee before it is everlasting too late. Continue to be with us all and just thank you, Heavenly Father, for being God and letting us be your children. In the name of Christ we pray, amen. Tempted and tried, we're off made to wonder, and why it should be thus all the day long. And while there are others living about us, and never molested, though in the room. And Father alone will know all about it. And Father alone will understand why. And cheer up my brother, live in the sunshine, and we'll understand it all by and by. Well, I thank Brother Spivey for the message that he's brought to us this morning. Amen. Let's all turn to page 12 as we prepare for the collection and for the communion. Page 12. Page 12. Page 12. All found, it's all seen. Alas, and did my Savior bleed, and did my sovereign die? Would he devote that sacred head for some? a worm as I at the cross at the cross where I first saw the light and the burdens of my heart rolled away it was there by faith I received my sight and now I am happy all the day. Was it for crimes that I have done? He groaned upon the tree. Amazing pity, grace unknown, and love beyond degree. At 
the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light, and the burdens of my heart rolled away. It was there by faith I received my sight, and now I am happy all the day. According to 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 6 through 6 and 7, it reads, But this I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully shall also reap bountifully. Verse 7, so let each one give as he purposed in his heart, yeah. not grudgingly or of necessity. For God loves a cheerful giver. Amen. Let us pray for the offering. Dear Heavenly Father, we'd like to thank you for the offering that has been taken up. We pray that it be used in a manner and a fashion according to your will. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Now we come to the part of the worship where we should commemorate, commemorate our Lord and Savior until he comes again. According to Matthew 26, starting with verse 26, it reads, And as they was eating, he took bread, blessed it, and broke it, and gave it to, to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. Then he took the cup <clears throat> and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink from, drink from it, each one of you. For this is my blood of the New Testament, which was shed for many for the remission of sins. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly <coughs> Father, most wise and awesome God, awesome God, we'd like to thank you for this day, a day which you, which you have gave and we are rejoicing in. And also we'd like, to, we'd like for you to thank you for enabling us to at this time to be able to take up the Lord's Supper, Heavenly Father, that we take up the bread, uh, eat of his body, and drink of his blood, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name we do pray, amen. Now you may take up the bread and drink of the cup. Now this concludes this part of the worship. We have a beautiful number of visitors that are here with us this morning, and we are glad to have all of you here with us uh, on this Lord's Day. It's a beautiful worship service, beautiful lesson uh, that Brother Spivey presented to us this morning. We want to recognize uh, Joe and Carol Johnson and family, Brother Joe and Sister Carol, been here many, many times. Good to have you all back with us uh, on this day. I forgot the congregation they're from, but glad to see you all here with us this morning. Uh, good to see my father, Brother McLean, who made it out this morning. Glad that he's feeling well and made it out also. Uh, so we appreciate each and every one of you being here. And as we often say, the things that we have learned, let us also do these things and apply them in our daily lives. 
Thank you for being here. We appreciate it. Also, uh, is that Brother Neil? The Neils. Uh, Brother and Sister Neil are here this morning, snuck in on us. Okay, good to have Sister Neil, you and Brother Neil here with us. Always good to see you. Just good to see family, isn't it? Appreciate you all being here. Thank you. As we close this all, turn to page 780. Page 780. As we close. 780. Let's all stand. Let us sing. When with the Savior we enter the glory, won't it be wonderful there? And ended the troubles and cares of the story, won't it be wonderful there? And won't it be wonderful there? And having no burdens to bear, and joyously singing with heart bells all ringing, won't it be wonderful there? There where the temptings will never be sweeping. Won't it be wonderful there? And sure that forever the Lord will be keeping. Won't it be wonderful there? And won't it be wonderful there? And having no burdens to bear. And joyously singing with heart bells all ringing. Won't it be wonderful there? Let us go to the Father in prayer. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for allowing us to see another day. Thank you for letting your grace and mercy shine down on each and every one of us. I pray that you give us the strength that we stand in need of. Build us up where we're torn down and make us strong where we're weak. Keep us safe from any hurt or harm to the next appointed time. Let the church say amen in Jesus' name.